RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Today's daily Star Trek news is supported by listeners like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. Hello and welcome to your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Alison Pitt and today is Wednesday, February 26th, 2020. On today's show, Star Trek Picard showrunner Michael Shabon responds to a fan's critique of violence in the latest episode. Sir Patrick Stewart answers Playboy's 20 questions. And Mark Okrand tells the story of how a chance encounter on the Paramount lot led to his creating the whole Klingon language. All that plus this week in Trek history, coming up next. Star Trek Picard showrunner Michael Shabon is earning himself a bit of a reputation on Instagram for answering fans' questions. Earlier this month, Shabon posted a short video responding to some fans' criticisms of the show, including, among other things, the level of swearing. Yesterday, Shabon once again took to Instagram and this time responded to one commenter's question about the depiction of violence in the new series. On Thursday of last week, Shabon posted a picture of Sir Patrick Stewart and Jerry Ryan, sharing a laugh on the set of Star Trek Picard Episode 5, Stardust City Rag. He captioned the image, a moment of levity, probably Frakes-inspired, between takes at the Nightbox in Stardust City, capital of the non-aligned, crypto-libertarian, pseudo-republic of FreeCloud. Hashtag StardustCityRag. Some fans took the post as an opportunity to question Shabon on the level of violence in the episode. In what is now becoming familiar fashion, Shabon answered a number of comments thoughtfully. Trek Movie went through the comments and helped distill them. They quote Shabon in responding to questions about the episode's violent scenes, I am not unambivalent about the violence myself. The choice was not made lightly, though it was made collaboratively, and therefore with a good deal of conversation and debate among the creators. Shabon went on to explain that he believes there has always been violence in Star Trek, but sometimes it was merely implied due to the realities of production. And he insisted, violence belongs in any narrative about human beings, even human beings of the future. Violence, often, is the narrative. He summed up by relating his final decision back to the realities of production. In the end, he said, I saw how little time and space we had to convey a sense of Seven's history post-Voyager and the things that drive and haunt her. I decided, with my partners, that intensity was warranted. Star Trek Picard is now streaming on CBS All Access, and the sixth episode, The Impossible Box is out tomorrow. Sir Patrick Stewart is the most recent celebrity to take part in Playboy magazine's 20Q. The feature does what it says on the tin. It's a question-and-answer format, 20 in total. The piece is also accompanied by a series of stunning pictures of the Star Trek Picard star with some rescue dogs from Wags and Walks Adoption Center in Los Angeles. Among the questions posed to Stewart by Playboy were about his experiences with cannabis. He's a campaigner for the legalization of marijuana, his love for rescue animals, 
he and his wife Sonny Ozell foster pit bulls, and his close relationship with Sir Ian McKellen. Stewart insists both he and Ozell are in love with him. Playboy also touched on Stewart's support of the women in the hashtag MeToo movement, and why Stewart feels that support of the movement by high-profile men has been lacking. Stewart replied saying he doesn't think most men believe it. The way male superiority has become part of our lives, he said, is very subtle and complicated, but it exists and it's now changing. Some think not quickly enough. At the very end of the piece, Playboy asked Stewart whether the claim he made in his last 20Q session was still true. Has he still vowed not to appear in public as Picard or use Star Trek The Next Generation catchphrases? Stewart said, No, I've relaxed significantly about that. It would be weird, I mean, really messed up, if I was still, No, 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 I won't say engage. You can read the rest of Stewart's 20 questions now on Playboy.com. And of course, you can see him as the title character in Star Trek Picard, now streaming. In just a moment, more news, and I'll be taking you back in time to find out what happened this week in Star Trek history. But first, a word from me. Financially, this show is supported by my listeners through Patreon. But the stuff that isn't financial, that stuff is supported by you guys, too. Hearing your Star Trek stories, finding out about your local events, that's the stuff that keeps me and this show going. And it's the stuff that has kept Star Trek going for all these years, too. So, in grand Star Trek tradition, this week I'm encouraging you all to write me a letter. I want to hear your Star Trek story. Send a letter or postcard to P.O. Box 17913, Irvine, California, 92623. That's P.O. Box 17913, Irvine, California, 92623. And if you include your return address, I'll send you a sticker. And of course, if you write in, I may use your comments in a future episode of this show. Now, don't forget as well, you can also contribute financially to Daily Star Trek News, and you can do that through Patreon. The address is patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. That's patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. And a big thanks to you for supporting this show. The inventor of the Klingon language, Mark Okrand, has given a new interview on the podcast The Fluent Show, in which he talks about the process of creating the Klingon language and how it really all started with Vulcan. The Fluent Show is a podcast hosted by Kirsten Cable and Lindsay Williams, and is a podcast about loving, living, and learning languages. In this hour-long episode, Cable interviews Okrand about a range of topics, mostly on the process of evolving an on-screen language into something you could actually speak. Early in the interview, Okrand tells the tale of how a chance encounter on a film lot ended up being his entree into a relationship with the production team on Star Trek, He said, I happened to be at Paramount having lunch with a friend who was working on Star Trek II, and they said that they were working with a linguist at UCLA to create some Vulcan dialogue for the film, but there was some logistic issue. They were worried about how to get this work done, and they told me what was involved, and I said, well, I can do that. And that all fell into place partly because being at the right place at the right time. 
Okrand went on to explain how the scene was meant to work. In the scene in The Wrath of Khan, where Spock and Savick speak to each other in Vulcan, the actors are actually speaking English, Okrand said. It was only in post-production that the producers decided that they should speak Vulcan. They had hired the linguist from UCLA, Okrand said, to come over and look at the scene, look at their lips, write down what they're saying, and basically come up with gibberish, with gobbledygook that sounded different but matched the lips. Okrand did it. The dubbed Vulcan dialogue made the final cut, and a year and a half later, when they needed someone to flesh out Klingon for Star Trek III, producer Harve Bennett knew who to call. The rest of Okrin's fluent show interview is well worth a listen, particularly if you're interested in the development of constructed languages. You can listen for yourself anywhere you find good podcasts or on the Fluent Show's website at www.fluent.show. And a big thanks to Roger for letting me know about this story. And now, a look back into Star Trek history. It was this week... February 27th, back in 2015, that we lost Leonard Nimoy to chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, or COPD. He was 83. After Nimoy's death, his daughter Julie Nimoy and her husband David Knight produced and directed the documentary Remembering Leonard Nimoy about his battle with COPD. If you'd like to watch the documentary for yourself, it's available on multiple streaming services. Tune in again next Wednesday for more Star Trek history. Well, that's it for today's daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. This show is produced by me, Allison Pitt. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just shoot me an email at info at This show is supported by people like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. Daily Star Trek News is part of the Roddenberry Podcast Network. For more great Star Trek podcasts, be sure to check out podcasts.roddenberry.com. And now you can subscribe to the Roddenberry Podcast Network Master Feed for all the network shows in one convenient place. Just search for the Roddenberry Podcast Network on your favorite podcast app and subscribe today. I'm back tomorrow with more of the Star Trek news you need to know and the weekend's Star Trek events. I'm Alison Pitt. Live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com The Roddenberry Podcast Network.